0: Ice jam flooding has been an ongoing problem that has plagued the First Nation communities of Kasechewan and Fort Albany on the slopes of the Albany River, which flows into the mighty James Bay. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. Over the past 45 years, five major ice jam events occurred on the Albany River in northern Ontario. This is the story of what happened this day in weather history. We go about 450 kilometers north of Timmins, Ontario, for this story. Over that 45-year period, frequent evacuations of these communities to safer ground have had to take place. In the 1990s, dike systems were built to protect the communities from flooding. This 5-kilometer-long ring dike surrounds the Cusatuan First Nation community, and in the spring of 2006, the water level rose to within a half-meter of the top, of the three and a half meter high ring dike, but it was successful in protecting the community this time. Fast forward to April 2008 now. The long range forecast was for a rapid spike in temperatures and that was sure to cause an equally rapid snowmelt. April 15th, 2008. It's mid-April now and the forecast has not changed. It still calls for a warming trend that spells potential disaster for residents along the Albany River. They see that the numbers here are eerily similar to those observed in the spring of 1985 and 2006 when flooding either occurred or was very close to disaster. April 21st, 2008. It was reality now.
1: Uh, What's happening is, the ice has begun to move on the main river and it's blocking up the, uh, the mouth of the river. So all the water that's uh, coming down is backing up. So it's filling up all the channels and this is the most southerly channel on the Albany River. So all this water is uh, backing up and uh, as a result, it's pushing, pushing all this ice that you see uh, coming through right now.
0: It was obvious what was coming next on April 27th, This Day in Weather History. Remember that this day in weather history can be enjoyed a number of ways. Right now, you are listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider, but there is also the daily podcast video short. They are shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective, and oftentimes they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. On Sunday, April 27th, 2008, residents of Fort Albany, a First Nations community primarily made up of women and children, were forced to flee what were now the worst floods since 1985. Because of the rapid ice breakup on the river, they now had mighty ice flows racing downstream at a force that burst through the dikes, thrusting river water up, over, and onto the mainland of the reserve where the 900 residents live. Suddenly, there was about four feet of water surrounding homes, the airport, and the local hospital.
1: Okay, uh, this is where I live. It's about almost two feet. I'm wearing hip waders and uh, all of my basement is flooded. Uh, I had a lot of stuff here and uh, most of it's gone. So I managed to save some up upstairs. Um, it came really fast, like, like we were sleeping upstairs and we were tired from staying up all night and uh, we didn't think something like this would happen. It came from behind not from the main river so it was kind of surprising and we didn't have that much time to move anything at all
0: so this resulted in a full evacuation those residents living on the mainland were rushed to the island where about 70 percent of the population lives actually other evacuees were taken anywhere there was room there were 1900 residents at the time between casatchewan and fort albany combined A flight of about 1,000 evacuees from nearby Kasechwan were flown to Stratford, Ontario. Military choppers flew into the mainland along the Albany River near James Bay around eight o'clock in the morning and continued right through until 5 p.m. that day to fly 344 people out to Moosinee and then on to Capus And there were close to about 250 residents who were evacuated two days earlier to this day in weather history. Tomorrow is April 28th and there are some hail stories that just defy imagination. Tomorrow is definitely one of those. Imagine this. A man's hand is broken by a very large hailstone that hid him directly from the sky while a tent protecting people from the rain at a sports bar collapses and what happened next is just too much to get into now. Let's just say I'll tell you all about Giant Hail in St. Louis, Missouri tomorrow, on This Day in Weather History, with me, your host, Chris May.